Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. Welcome to the podcast. Jerry is out sick. Eddie Scazzeri joins me. Hello there, Eddie. Hello, podcast people. Hello, podcast people. It was a thing I wrote down yesterday when I was, um, I think I was driving home and I thought of this, or maybe it was even before I left yesterday. I was like, well, I want to talk to Eddie about this. Alrighty. And that is the uh, the concept of the butterfly effect, mm-hmm. which is the theory of, how do you know that? Like if I go, what is the butterfly effect? How would you describe that? How it's usually described is that if a butterfly flaps its wings in South America, it could ultimately cause a typhoon in wherever the philippines okay uh but in like modern day thinking or not modern day thinking but like everyday thinking this idea of like i I brought this up to jerry when i had the guy drop kick my car the other Mm -hmm. week like two weeks ago that was really an issue of timing right right like i at somewhere must have cut him off he saw me thought i cut him off beat up my car. Mm-hmm. Had I got out of the house a minute earlier or a minute later, mm-hmm. um, that may not have happened. It would not have. It happened. would not have happened, right. And do you ever think about those things in your life? Like, hmm, had I left, like if you just see an accident, someone just in front of you gets mm-hmm. into an accident. Okay, right. That could have been me. Yes. And that's seconds. Seconds, yeah. Do you think about that ever? Uh, yeah, it crosses your mind, but I try not to dwell on it because it can drive you insane yeah. or paralyze you with fear. So it's best not to think about it, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, the, the the theory is that everything everywhere affects everything everywhere, even if in a vanishingly small, infinitesimal amount, it somehow has an effect and theoretically it would extend to the entire universe where yeah. things happening in other galaxies somehow have some small effect or will start a ripple effect that will ultimately reach and impact us, which is crazy, but it's also true. And that kind of ties into the whole theory of super determinism, which is that everything is set up 
at the moment of the Bing Bang and every interaction down to the subatomic level sort of determines what must happen. So is this part of your thought process when you say things are mm-hmm. are going to happen as they're meant to happen yes. or as they were set to happen? Yeah, it's part of it. It's sort of a, an illustration of it, but the underlying theory would be the superdeterminism. But the butterfly effect is sort of a, a an application of that. Yeah, I think of it sometimes just not even... Uh, only when something happens where I go, wow, I, if I would have gotten here a minute earlier or a minute later, that bad thing wouldn't have happened. But I think about it as my day is just changing, like as the as um, going to feed the dog and she's being a pain in the ass and not eating and I'm mm-hmm. waiting for her to eat and then she does eat. And if I normally leave the house at straight up 3 a.m. and now I'm leaving at 3.03, 3.05, I do think sometimes, like, hmm, how's this going to affect my day now? Yes. But I don't know. Like, should I be thinking that way or is no, that this is impossible? It, it's to... okay to, as sort of a, you know, philosophy uh, experiment or a construct to, to acknowledge it, but to actually dwell on it. I think you'd just drive yourself insane. Like if I was like, oh my God, now I'm three minutes behind right. where I'm supposed to no be. No one's going to have it. But then we'll also hear those things about like, uh, in particular things like 9-11, where mm-hmm. somebody who worked in the towers was running late that morning. And because they were running late, they weren't in the towers. Right. Or if, you know, you're at, uh, not that you do this because you use Jack Pocket. Jack Pocket. Um, but if you don't, like I don't, if you go to your uh, bodega to buy a lottery ticket and there's someone else, oh, no, you go ahead, and they get a quick pick, and they don't win the lottery, but you get a quick pick and you do win the lottery. That could have been them. Yeah, it could have been there too. Right. Or vice versa. And that happens when people gift things like lottery tickets, mm-hmm. whether they're scratch-offs or mm-hmm. an actual pick six or something or Powerball, and then they win. And they think, no, well, well, I purchased that ticket. I have the right to that ticket, mm-hmm. even though it was gifted. Yeah, which is not true. Not true. But yeah, and it's but it, it it's sort of it's interesting to think about it. But it's I think dangerous to dwell upon. Yeah, and just kind of accept the universe as it unfolds, and it is what it is. Yeah, anything like you drop your keys on your way out the door. Mm-hmm. The those seconds, right? Or we got that uh, live copy for Boomer and Geo to do mm-hmm. after the show. So that delayed us by X minutes. What is that impact? Right, and it delayed Boomer and Geo from leaving the studio mm-hmm. a little bit later than they normally right. would because after the show, instead of walking right out, they recorded some commercials. And, and that email got to us, what, about like 9.50-something? Yeah. Or maybe a little earlier. But if that was an hour later, then that wouldn't have happened. And what were all the factors that went into having that email arrive at that certain time? with sales and our traffic department and everything else. Everything's connected. Yeah, I could see dwelling on it like if if um, something happened to end somebody's life. Sure, like 9-11. Yeah. Like or that would... getting on a plane that you were late because whatever reason you were traffic or some you know so something happened where you broke your leg and you missed your flight and then that plane went down. Yeah. That, that you know, that is going to really bring it to the fore, but... You know, it happens all the time. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I do think about it when I see car accidents. I don't know why I think car accidents more so than anything else, mm-hmm. only because that's really a in that happens in a second, right, or two seconds, you know, and where along your day that could have changed. Sure. And every day there are fatal car accidents. Yeah, sadly, but that's just statistics. And every one of those has a thing in it where if I was a little late or a little early, that would not have happened. You know, when I think about it, too, is whilst it's playing out, and uh, maybe you do this, too, maybe not, depending on your philosophy. Now, when we come into work, we're, we're on the parkway, or do you go parkway to a point? Yes. Okay. And then we make a decision of where I'm going to take the turnpike today, or I'm going to go up the parkway and take Route 22 right. into the Skyway Bridge. And if you change it up some days just to change it up, or you go, oh, it's raining today, this is a safer road. When you make that decision, when you're like, hmm, which road do I take? Do you think about it then like, man, if I get into a car accident now, I'm going to regret that I chose this way to go to work as opposed to the other way? No, I don't, because I know just from my own experience that on bad weather days, the turnpike is better. It's a straight shot. It's not that the parkway is untouched or unplugged. They, they take care of it just as probably as well as the turnpike. Maybe not quite as well but uh, or as quickly, but the parkway has more bends in it, more yeah. curves, more opportunity for black ice or whatever. Even though the traffic's light on both places at the time we come in, I just know that the turnpike, it is a st- straight as an arrow from when I get on until I get off of the Holland Tunnel. And I just know it's safer in in general, in my opinion. Yeah, and it, it does age, feel safer. It does. It feels like on the turnpike, you're not going to get deer darting out. Correct. Where on the parkway, you will. Southern turnpike, you get more deer. Like yeah, down yeah. by the Delaware uh, Bridge and all that. Because I've, I've seen that, and I was in an, it, a situation where I was probably a, a few minutes away, but I, you know, all of a sudden we come over the bridge going home and it's night and it's in the, probably around Thanksgiving time. And that's a very active deer running across the road time yeah. and it happened, but, and we were backed up, but a few minutes it, I would have been right in it. You ever just miss a deer? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I have, I was on our way to a wedding in, New Hope, PA, Lamberville, New Hope oh, area, yeah. and driving through some of those back back roads in New Jersey on your way over there because there's no interstate there. And it was night, and I was in my Toyota Corolla with another person. Uh, not, my wife was in the wedding party, so like she went earlier. I was coming later because of work, blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden, boom, and I just had... At that time, very good reflexes yeah. and avoided it. Right. Butterfly effect situation, though, right? Sure. What if you were a little earlier? Right. And I could not Boom. have been avoided. Right. And that would have it. been probably like a second or a second and a half difference yeah. between a disaster and me sitting here talking about it. 
What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. I think different, you know, on different days when I'm driving home on the parkway where the parkway splits and it's um, local or express, mm-hmm. I I change that up sometimes. I'm like, eh, I kind of remember in the express yesterday, there was that one construction area. I'll go local. But the second I do it, I think about it. Mm. But when nothing happens, I don't, I don't think about the rest of the day. Like, oh, I made that choice. But for that very brief second, I do think, did I make the right choice? And not for, did I make the right choice? Am I going to hit traffic on this side? But did I make the right choice? Because if I get into a car accident, I'm going to feel like, what made me, why did I switch it up? Right. And uh, then you just come back to it's all predetermined and you really didn't have a choice. Right. And free will is an illusion. You don't really have it, but don't worry about it. <laughs> don't worry about not having free will. Right. Yeah. That's a... Uh, Sabine Hassan something. Hassan why does he Felder. say don't she? Worry. She. Why does a, she say a, that? Like a Swedish physicist, you know. She, but she is a big proponent of super determinism, where from the moment the universe came into creation, that everything was predetermined by the laws of the universe and the interactions of particles and all that stuff. So, but in a practical everyday sense, to you know, sort of acknowledge all the time that you don't have free will is really not, it drives you nuts and it's, it makes you crazy and it's not worth it. Just live your life and just uh, pretend as if you have free will, even though you don't. But when something bad happens, then just assume that that was meant to happen? Yes. Well, I or mean, it was bad, predetermined to happen. Right. Like everything, bad or good, everything that happens was meant to happen and it evolves and unfolds exactly how it must it feels weird when you say meant to happen because that makes it seem like when what you know when you hear like oh you know people always go well oh well this kid getting cancer how is that meant to happen more like it was predetermined already yes correct not like right it it wasn't that it wasn't some intelligence behind it right causing and that's you know that's the whole god argument and you know like oh everything happens for a reason people say that all yeah. the time and that is total bullshit because well and i will say you know because their underlying message is that ultimately there has to be some good reason that god decided to have uh, this entire nation wiped out by whatever or to have this child die at uh, you know 18 months old from some rare cancer you know that how what yeah how is there any underlying good there so everything does happen for a reason and my reason is not because god said so but because that's just how the universe laid things out yeah my my two biggest things that i can never get past with the the god thing is like uh someone was killed in saint patrick's cathedral mm-hmm. like someone went in there and killed somebody mm-hmm. like that is God's house, yes. right? That and then the incredibly widespread molestation stuff in the church. Mm-hmm. I just can't 
get past that as far as saying bad things happen. Like uh, if you believe in in a god and a good, you must believe in evil. Mm-hmm. I'm like, but those two situations in particular, yes, I and, can't get past. And uh, like, oh, you know, free will and this, you know, and if you believe that God created everything, well, God created evil then also. So what's up with that? You know. Yeah. And and people who have really um, deep faith will try to explain it away, but it always just rings hollow in my ears. Yeah. I mean, I wish I could... Part of me wishes I could be like that mm -hmm. because it seems like a more peaceful way to live, which is just accept that this is a thing and this is evil and evil lives and these things happen mm -hmm. and... Uh, it hasn't ruined my faith, but I can't, you, you can't fake that. You either believe that or don't. Yeah, but then you can, you know, go to more, if it, you want a religion or a quasi-religion, Buddhism is sort of just saying, hey, everything's just kind of happens. Though that's one of the tenets of, of that faith, but I don't even want to call it a strong faith. I, I think Buddhism is more of a philosophy and that's kind of what I've adopted. I'm not a Buddhist, I wouldn't say, but the Buddhist philosophy is one that I believe in. Are you familiar at all with the philosophy of the Stoics? No. Like Stoicism? Uh, I know the word, yeah. but I'm not exactly, I haven't taken a deep Wikipedia dive into that. Yeah, so I, I saw this, this book Gina had out. It has to be almost probably nine, 10 months ago, she had a, a book about this, the Stoics, the, this philosophy. And, and she's like, oh, I think you would like this. You should read this. And I picked up one of the books because it was legitimately thin. Mm -hmm. I was like, it was thin with big print. I was like, well, I'll take a look at this. And it was interesting. And then I got this book that she had also, which is like, it's like one reading a day by the Stoics. It's They're dated, right? So Today I'll go home and I'll read uh, January 18th. It, it doesn't have a year. Every January 18th I would end up reading this passage. Mm -hmm. And it's like a thing from the Stoics, one of the philosophers, and then the guy who wrote this book interprets what it means and how it applies to everyday life. And are they a branch of Christianity? Or I, I think or... it's just philosophy. Okay. Uh, but it's a lot of like what you can control, what you can't control, and how to react to those things. Mm -hmm. So like how do how do you react to something that ultimately is not in your control and then determining which things are in your control and act accordingly for those. And these things that happen in your control, out of your control, are they large-scale things or more related to the individual? Um, Say like if... like. You know, don't worry about what's going on in the Middle East right now because you can't control that. Or is it a smaller, a smaller, mm -hmm. even things like getting upset that it's raining today? Oh, like okay, you have no control over whether it's going to rain today or not. What mm -hmm. you can control is how you react to that. Mm -hmm. uh, and they use this like for, and they'll go back to like the Stoics and if a guy was thrown in jail and. Is he imprisoned for life? No, because they can't imprison your brain. They can imprison your body. But how mm. you take, how you um, process you being in prison, you do have control over. Right. That sort of stuff. Right. Unless but, your mind becomes a prison. Yes. So that is more 
I guess that's what people get reading the Bible, maybe sometimes too, mm-hmm. right? The, you would, but then I guess you would do your own interpreting, and and in in this book that I'm looking at, this the this guy Ryan Holiday is interpreting what the Stoics meant by this, mm-hmm. and you know because it's written in that weird philosophy language. Sometimes mm-hmm. you're like, what is this guy talking about? And this these things could have been written centuries ago. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't I don't know how long ago they were, but long time ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but. I don't know. It's I get out of it what I think some people probably get out of reading the Bible. Okay. Which is and maybe what you are thinking or when you look at Hinduism, Buddhism, thing, Buddhism, Buddhism. What is the difference between Buddhism and they're, they're similar? Yeah. Uh, I couldn't really tell you what the difference is. I I know Buddhism is is the Buddha and his teachings and philosophy. I and Hinduism. There might be a, like a pantheon of gods associated with Hinduism, and that's a real straight up religion. E, more, much more so than uh, Buddhism, but it's it's like an Eastern religion, yeah, which is not the Abrahamic, you know, uh, Christianity, Judaism, and uh, Islam, the Abrahamic uh, religions, because they all believe in the Old Testament and Abraham and all that stuff. No, it's weird, though, like, no matter how many times, whether it's something you're following in religion or philosophy, that you read something and it makes sense and you go, yes, I'm going, I am not going to get upset when it rains because I do have no control over the rain. Mm -hmm. You still get, like, I will still get annoyed by the rain. Yeah. Why? When do we learn? Like You you don't. You don't ever learn. It's the, you know, you can learn to a point, but unless you're really totally a blissful, accepting person, um, it's not you know you you're just a normal average guy. It's gonna affect you. Yeah, like it's you been know. super cold, right? Right. We do not control that. No, we can control when I go to walk the dog that I'm gonna wear warm gloves and mm-hmm. a hat that's gonna protect me, and all. I can take those measures. Right, and you crank the heat up in the car. Yeah. But Try I, to park as close as you can. Yeah, but I don't ultimately control living here, mm-hmm. how cold it gets. Right, so the way to control that would be to move to a warmer climate. <laughs> Correct. If you wanted to do that. Right, that I'd be able to control. But we haven't had a multiple-day deep freeze like this for a couple of years. Really? Uh, and it's been, like, where it's been, like, a week of you know, between teens and the, and freezing, it's been quite a while, just probably as long, almost as long as since we've had snow. And now we're, you know, it's been almost two years since we had a measurable snowfall. And now we're going to get two in, you know, whatever, five days. Yeah. Because it's going to snow tonight. Is that right? Well, I mean, it's going to start at 4 a.m. Friday morning. Oh, okay. So we'll be here. Do you ever get, because uh, this happens to me almost every day, when I come out and it's as cold as it is, mm-hmm. when I turn my car on and it cranks on, I'm like, huh, all right. Yeah. Because it's so cold, I could imagine. Right. I, But it's not that cold. It's not like, you know, engine block warmer cold, uh, cold right. like it is in Minnesota or yeah. Dakota or whatever. But if I, if it gets to like five degrees, your car will be like, hey, you know. There'll be a little delay. I think 20, you're okay still. Yeah. You get below that, and especially if it's been for a day, 
and then you try to, or if it's been like that over the weekend, you haven't driven, then you try to, your car will be sluggish. Yeah, it's even like, it's not sluggish, but it's it's a, it's not. It's not, right, it's not like July. <laughs> it's not like July. And I'm like, mm, okay. Right. All right, we're fired up and ready to go. Right. And I can definitely tell a difference, maybe it's just in my head, like going out and out of my car versus once I get home and if I don't touch my car till the next mm-hmm. morning, it's a little longer to, yeah. And and on those, if it's like below fifteen degrees, yeah, I uh, despite what Jerry says, and he may be right, I don't know. I will give it at least a minute. Oh yeah, before you put it right in gear. Uh huh. Yeah, Jerry loves to like start yeah. the car and it goes boom, right in gear, gone. Yeah. Now I'm worried about oil and yeah, just let it get a minute because it doesn't take that long to get it up to whatever viscosity it needs to be. At yeah, to protect your moving parts but viscosity yeah you need the viscosity mm-hmm. all right let's do the warm-up show sure. i did that with uh peter schwartz you did, all right we don't know tomorrow if it'll be peter schwartz it'll be CeeLo, it'll be jerry probably not billy jockalone but we don't know we don't know these are things that we can't control al we can exactly we cannot control it it depends on how jerry feels and it's already been predetermined and probably if jerry feels better mm-hmm. but it's not a hundred percent. He may decide and say, "Hey, I'm going to just take this extra day." Perfect, right? But we don't know this. We don't know yet. And then again, it's all predetermined. It doesn't matter anyway. Mm-hmm. All right, see you.